Hey, this is Jeremy Rinke. I'm the pastor at Harvest Christian Fellowship in North Platte, Nebraska, and this is our podcast. I want to thank you today for joining us. I hope this encourages you, strengthens you, and blesses you. Enjoy the message. Well, this morning, uh, I want to begin uh, a brand new sermon series with you. Uh, we're going to be calling this series Jira. You know, there are, are many names for, for God and the Bible. And, and many of those, those names of God, they, they describe who God is. Well, well, there's one name, the name of God, that I think that many people just need to become confident in right now. And that is Jehovah Jira, which means the Lord will provide. You know, I just mentioned I was watching the news this morning, but I I try not to watch uh, the news a whole lot, but I do watch it a little bit because I think it's important that that we know what's going on. Like as Christians, man, we we shouldn't have our heads buried in the sand and just pretend like uh, whatever, but we need to know what's going on. As Christians, you know, elections are coming around. We we need to vote. We need to know as Christians what's going on so that we can can be praying, so that we can be involved. But you know, a lot of what's in the news right now is just the, the state of our, our economy. You know, I've, I've, I've watched stories of how they've talked about how there are like just millions of American, Americans, tens of millions of Americans that are behind in their electric bills, they're behind on, on rent. Uh, they say like here in the next couple months, there could be millions of Americans just on, on, on the verge of, of losing their, their homes. You know, this past year, we, we've seen uh, inflations, inflation reach record high, uh, making the cost of everything just skyrocket. You know, it, it can be painful uh, going to the grocery store right now. It could be painful uh, going to the, the gas pump. You know, inflation, it, it's making it just difficult for, for many people to, to pay all the bills and to even just simply survive. Uh, and then on top of that, we, we see our government leaders, they, they're continuing uh, just to, to spend more and, and more money. It's kind of even just crazy to think that the national debt is $31 trillion. Isn't that crazy to, to even think about? And, and so just because of all of this, it just seems like the economy and the, the job market, it's all just on, on such shaky ground. And, and as we, we see all of this taking place, it's, it's so easy to maybe want to, to worry, to, to want to, to become fearful. But you know, I want you to know this morning that God, he, he doesn't want us to worry. God doesn't want us to, to, to live in fear. But God, he wants us to, to trust him in every area of our lives. And, and that includes our, our finances. You know, God, he wants to be our provider. Man, God wants us to look to him to be the one to meet all of our needs. You know, our, our theme verse for this series is going to be Psalms uh, thirty-seven twenty-one. It says this, it says, Once I was young and, and now I'm old, yet I've never seen the godly abandoned or their children begging for bread. You know, I've always loved this verse. You know, here David is, uh, he's older now in his life, and he tells us, he says, throughout my life, man, I've never seen God abandon his people. I've never seen their children begging for bread. You see, David, he's reminding us here in this verse that God, he is always with us, and that God, he will always be faithful to, to take care of us and to provide for us and to meet all of our needs. 
And so my, my prayer for, for this series is that, that in these times of, of just economic uncertainty, that, that your trust, that my trust would be in God and that we would become just so confident in Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provider. And so in this series, what I want us to do is I want us to, to look at some of the, the stories in the Bible of God just supernaturally providing for, for his, his people. And uh, we're going to just be looking at some just lessons that we can learn from these stories and just apply to, to our lives today. You know, the last couple months, I've been uh, just going through the, the one-year Bible. And so I've just finished reading the, the first two books of the, the Bible. Well, the second book of the Bible is the book of, of Exodus. And Exodus, it begins with God wanting to, to deliver the Israelites, his people, out of Egypt where they had been for the last 430 years. And so God, he, he raised up this leader. His name was, was Moses to, to lead the Israelites out of Egypt into the, the promised land. And so God, he was faithful uh, to Moses and to the people, and he miraculously parted uh, the Red Sea so that the Israelites could escape Egypt and uh, go to the promised land. Well, during this time, there was a, a period where the Israelites, they, they found themselves in the, the wilderness. They were in the, the wilderness. Well, before the, the Israelites left Egypt, they didn't have time to make bread. They didn't have time to, to pack food. And so while they were in the wilderness, they, they became very hungry. Well, after a while, when you're hungry, you become angry, right? It's what we call hangry. You ever been hangry? I get hangry. So the Israelites, they were, they were hangry. They, and, and they started to get angry and they started to complain to Moses. They're like, Moses, like, why did you bring us out here to die? Like, we seriously, we need some, need some food. Well, God, he, he heard the, the complaining of the, the, the people. And, and so God, he, he spoke to Moses and he, he told Moses, he said, Moses, I've heard the, the complaining of the people and, and I'm going to, to provide you and the people with food. And this is how I'm going to do it. And so let's read this this morning, this story. It's found in Exodus chapter 16. And we're going to start reading with verse four. It says this. It says, then the Lord, he said to Moses, he said, look, I'm going to rain down food from heaven for you. Each day that the people can go out and, and pick up as much food as they need for that day. I will test them in this to see whether or not they will follow my instructions. On the sixth day, they will gather food. And when they prepare it, there will be twice as much as usual. And so Moses and Aaron, they said to the people of Israel, by evening you will realize that it was the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt. In the morning you will see the glory of the Lord because he has heard your complaints which are against him, not against us. Well, what have you done that you should complain about us? Then Moses added, he said, the Lord will give you meat to eat in the evening and bread to satisfy you in the morning. For he has heard all your complaints against him. What have we done? Yes, your complaints are against the Lord, not against us. Then Moses, he said to Aaron, announce this to the entire community of Israel. Present yourselves before the Lord, for he has heard your complaining. And as Aaron spoke, the whole community of Israel, they looked out toward the wilderness, and they could see the awesome glory of the Lord in the cloud. Then the Lord, he said to Moses, I have heard the Israelites' complaints. Now tell them, in the evening you will have meat to eat, and in the morning you will have all the bread you want. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God. That evening a vast number of quail flew in and covered the camp. 
And, and the next morning, the area around the camp was wet with dew. When the dew evaporated, a flaky substance as fine as frost blanketed the ground. The Israelites, they were puzzled when they saw it. What is it? They asked each other. They had no idea what it was. And Moses told them, it is the food the Lord has given you to eat. And so here again, here the Israelites are, they're, they're, they're complaining, right? They're complaining because they're hangry, they're, they're, they're wanting some, some food, and, and because the, the Lord loves his people, he loves his children, he, he provides for them. God tells Moses that, that I'm going to supernaturally provide food for you and for the people. He says, in the morning, I'm going to provide you with manna. It's a bread. It's like bread. And then in the evening, I'm going to provide you with meat. And you and the people, you're going to have food every single day. You see, God, he, he wanted to remind Moses and the people that he didn't just bring them out of Egypt to die in the wilderness. But he wanted them to know that he was with them and he was going to provide for them and that he was going to take care of them. And that's exactly what God did. And God, he didn't just send food one time either, did he? But God sent food to the Israelites every single day for 40 years. For 40 years, God supernaturally provided for the Israelites. It says this in Exodus 16, 35. It says, so the people of Israel ate manna for 40 years until they arrived at the land where they would settle. They ate manna until they came to the border of the land of Canaan. For 40 years, God was faithful. For 40 years, God was, was faithful to provide food for the Israelites. There was never a day, there was never a day that went by where the Israelites didn't have food to eat. The Lord, he was their provider. And I know this morning that there may be some of you here, you're kind of getting a little nervous right now. You're nervous, you're anxious about not being able to pay all the bills. You're nervous, you're anxious about not having enough food to eat. And if that's you this morning, I just want you to know that this, this same God this, this same God who was so faithful to provide for the Israelites will provide for you and he'll provide for me. The, the same God who, who, who supernaturally rained down food from heaven, he's going to take care of you and he's going to take care of me. You know, I want you to know this morning that God, he really does. He, he loves you so much and he's going to provide for you. God, he hasn't forgotten about you. He hasn't forsaken you. He hasn't let you down in the past. And he's not going to let you down now. He's not going to leave you begging for bread. Amen? And so this morning, what I want to do is I want to, again, just share with you three important lessons that I want us to, to take away from this story this morning and that I want us to, to just apply to our lives today. And so again, there's an outline in your bulletin, and I want you to write this down. The first lesson that I want you to take away from this story is this, is that God, he, he wants us to trust him one day at a time. God wants us to trust him one day at a time. You know, I find it so interesting that God, he, he didn't rain down enough food for the week, the month, or even the year. But he rained down just enough food for the Israelites for the, what? Just the day. You know, when God was, was speaking to Moses, he said to Moses, he said, each day, each day, 
I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you food. And the people can go out and pick up as much food as they need for the, the day. And, and I don't know if you caught this, but if the people, if they took more than they needed for the day, because maybe they didn't trust God, what if God doesn't send food tomorrow? You know what happened? Food went bad, didn't it? Said that it was full of maggots and it started smelling terrible. That's what you get <laughs> for not trusting me, right? You see, God wanted the Israelites to trust him one day at a time. God wanted them, God wanted the Israelites to trust him, that he would be faithful to provide for them every single day. And you know what? God, he wants us to do the same. He wants us to trust that every single day he, he's going to provide for us. You know, I know it'd be nice. Like if God would just put a million dollars in each of our bank accounts, it'd be pretty good, right? Wouldn't mind that at all. Wouldn't have to, wouldn't have to worry. But you know, that's not what God does. God's not going to do that. Why? Because God wants us to trust him one day at a time. You know, when Jesus was, was teaching us how to, how to pray, he actually told us to, to pray this, and it's found in, in Matthew 6, 11. He said that when we pray, we should pray like this. He says, give us today. Give us today the food we need. You see, I, I realize this more and more in my life every, every single day, that this, this trust thing, this faith thing, man, it really is. It's so important to God. Like, God, he wants our trust. He wants our faith to be completely in him. And, and as we trust God with meeting our daily needs, he's so faithful to provide. You know, in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus, he, he goes on and, and he, he talks more about this. And, and he said this in verses 31 through 34. Jesus said, he said, don't worry about things. Saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? He, he said, these things, they, they, they dominate the thoughts of, of unbelievers. But your heavenly Father already knows all of your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. And he will give you everything you need. And so don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will bring about its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Jesus, he's saying, trust me. Trust me one day at a time. I'll be faithful to provide. I'll be faithful to meet your needs today. And so I just want you to know today that God, he ultimately, he just wants you to, to trust him. Just trust him just for today. Tomorrow, we'll worry about that later. But just trust him for today. God doesn't want us to worry about tomorrow, but he wants, that, that he wants us to trust that he's going to provide today. And, and I just want to kind of make this point while, while I'm on, on this. And, and I think this is important that we get this too. As I, I talk about this, I also believe that it's important that we are good stewards of our money though, right? We need to be good stewards of our money. We, we shouldn't be foolish and, and go out and, and spend all, all our money and be like, oh, God will, will provide. Like we need to be good stewards of our money. We should, we should save our money. 
You know, the Bible talks about both of these things, that God wants us to be good stewards of what he's blessed us with, and we need to be wise, and we need to, to have money saved for a rainy day. Those, those are both biblical pr- principles that God teaches us in our words. And so I want to I say that as I make this point. But I just want to say this, that our, 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 our trust can't be in our money. Our trust has to be in God. And our trust has to be in the, the, the fact that, that God, he is our provider and that he's the one that's going to meet all our needs. And so number one, the first lesson we can learn from this story is that God wants us to trust him one day at a time. The second uh, lesson we can learn from this story, you can write this down, is this, is that, that provision requires obedience. Provision requires obedience. You know, I don't know if you, again, if you caught this as I was reading this, when God was, was speaking to Moses, God, he gave Moses some instructions, right? He, he gave Moses some instructions, some things that, that they needed to, to do in order to, to receive their, their daily provision. And, and the very first thing that God simply told them to do was to, to go, right? They actually had to, to, to go out and, and pick up as much food as they needed for the day. You know, again, I, I find it interesting that God, he didn't just put food in, in their, their tents. He didn't, he didn't just put food in, in, their, in their tents, but they actually had to, to do something. They had to obey God's instructions in order for them to receive their, their provision. And I think, again, that's just a, a good reminder for us to know that it's highly likely that God, he isn't just going to drop food off at our house or put money in our, our accounts. And I believe that God can do that. And there are times that he, he has done that even in my, my own life. But most often, God will, will provide for us by, by speaking to us and giving us instructions on things that, that we need to do. You see, this whole faith thing, this whole trust thing, it's so important to God, but also this obedience thing is important to God. Just as as faith is important to God, also obedience is important to God. You know, it says, the Bible says this in in 1 Samuel 15, 22. It says, what is more pleasing to the Lord, your your burnt offerings and sacrifices, or your obedience to his voice? Listen, obedience is better than than sacrifice. And and so there are are some of you here today that that you need Jehovah Jireh to provide for you. And and if that's you this morning, what what I really want to to encourage you to do is not only just trust that God's going to provide for you, but I also want to encourage you to just simply ask God, God, what what is it that that I need to be doing? God, what is it that I I need to to do? And what I love about God is that, again, this this whole Christian, this faith thing that we have, it's about a relationship. It's not a religion, but it's a relationship. And in this relationship, not only do we get to speak to God, but God speaks to us. Isn't that so cool? That God, the, the creator of the, the heavens, the creator of the earth, like he loves us and, and he, he speaks to us. And so God, he, he speaks to us. And, and when God, he speaks to you, when you ask, like, God, I want to hear. God, what is it that I need to do? God, he'll speak to you. And, and he may tell you things that you may ne- not necessarily want to do or want to hear. He, he may tell you, hey, why, why don't you downsize? He may tell you, maybe, maybe you got a lot of stuff in your house. Maybe you have a garage sale. I, I'll provide that way. 
He may tell you, what about starting this, this business? He might tell you, well, why don't you go apply for, for this job? He might tell you, hey, why don't you go bless that person over there? He may tell you, which he tells us all of this, he may say you need to start tithing. You see, God, he wants us to trust him, but he also wants us to be obedient. And I know that this is how God works. He, he speaks to us and he, he tells us to do things that he wants us to do, not only so that we will, will trust him, but so that we will be obedient and actually do the things that he tells us to do. And again, I, I've experienced this so many times in my own life where I know that I'll hear God speak. And I'm like, God, man, I, I need this provision in my life. And he'll be like, okay, go do that. Will you do it? We be faithful to obey and listen to my voice. And when you're, you're faithful, when you're obedient, man, God, he does. He blesses you. He provides for you. The Bible says this in Isaiah 119. It says, if you're willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. And so I just want to challenge you to ask God. Man, you're, you're in a need, you have a need in your life right now. Ask God, God, what is it that you want me to do? And I promise you this morning that he will speak to you. And when he speaks to you, will you be obedient to do what he's asked you to do? And so that's the, the second le lesson that we can learn from this story is that, that provision requires obedience. And then the third thing we can learn from this story, lesson we can learn from this story, is that we must never forget God's past provision. We must never forget God's past provision. You know, one of the, the instructions that God gave Moses to do was for him to take some of that, that manna, some of that, that bread, and, and put it in a container so that the Israelites could take that with them and have that with them throughout their time. Because he wanted them to never forget how God was faithful to provide for them in the wilderness. You know, it says in Exodus 16, 32 through 33, it says, Then Moses said, This is what the Lord has commanded. Fill a two-quart container with manna to preserve it for your descendants. Then later generations will be able to see the food I gave you in the wilderness when I set you free from Egypt. And then Moses said to Aaron, he said, Get a jar and fill it with two quarts of manna. Then put it in a sacred place before the Lord to preserve it for future generations. I love that. Moses, don't put it in it, put some of that manna in a container. Save it because I don't, I don't want you to ever forget, but I don't want future generations to ever forget how I was faithful to provide for you. You know, we, we so easily forget, don't we? Especially as we get older. <laughs> and, and so we need to write down, right? Writing stuff down is always good. We need to take a picture. We need to do whatever we can so that we never forget how faithful God has been to us. It's important that we do this so that when we find ourselves in a place where we're in need of provision, that we can look back and remember, God, he was faithful to provide then. He's going to be faithful to provide now. Man, I know, man, I have so many incredible stories. I was actually having lunch with Joe this week, and, and I didn't even know what I was preaching on, and we just started talking about stories. 
about God's faithfulness to provide in the past. And just reminiscing, remembering those stories. Wow, it just built faith. Man, if he was faithful to provide then, he's going to be faithful to provide now. Hebrews 10, 23, last verse, says, Let us hold unswaveringly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. May we never forget God's faithfulness to provide for us in the past because, again, it reminds us and it gives us hope, it gives us faith that he's going to be faithful to provide now. And so in these times of of economic uncertainty, man, I, I just pray this morning that you would be filled with faith, that you would be filled with hope. And the reason why is because we serve Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, he will provide. Amen? Amen. Would you bow your heads and, and close your eyes with me this morning? You know, I just really do. I, I feel this morning that, that in these times that, that we're living in with, again, just high inflation and soaring prices, man, it, it's becoming, again, just more and more uh, of a challenge to, to, to fill up the gas tank, to, to get by the groceries, to do all the things that we need to do just to, to simply just survive. And, and I just pray that through this series that you would just, again, just be confident that we serve Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provider. And I just pray this morning, man, I pray this morning that our trust would be in, in God, that we truly would believe that he is going to be faithful to provide, man, our daily bread, that he is going to meet our needs, man, every single day. Man, I I truly do pray this morning that not only would our faith, our trust be in God, but that we also would be obedient. Man, I I believe that even this morning that God is is speaking to to you and he's he's telling you some things that that, that he's wanting you to do. And I, I pray this morning that you would not ignore God's voice, but that you would be obedient. And then I pray this morning also that you would be reminded of God's faithfulness to you in the past. And that you would just become confident that if he was faithful then, he's going to be faithful now. You know, God, he, he truly is. He is our provider. He is our provider. He, he, he wants to and he has met all of our needs. And you know, there was one need that we all had in our lives. And, and that was a need to be saved. Uh, a need to be saved from our sins. Uh, a need to be saved from death. And the good news is that God, he knew that we all had this need and he provided that need for us. He met that need for us by providing for us Jesus. You know, Jesus, he he went to that cross and he died for each and every one of us so that we could be forgiven of all of our sins and so that we could have eternal life. And this morning, the way that that we receive this, this provision the way that we receive the forgiveness of sins, the way that we receive eternal life is by simply putting our faith in Jesus Christ and by confessing him as the Savior and the Lord of our lives. And so if you're here this morning, man, and you need Jesus, and you need Jesus in your life, you need Jesus to save you. Man, if that's you this morning, I'm gonna invite you to pray this prayer with me. Would you all pray this with me this morning? Say, God, I thank you today for loving me 
and for providing me with a Savior. Jesus, today, I'm giving you my life as I put my faith in only you and as I confess you, Jesus, as the Savior and the Lord of my life. Amen. If you prayed that prayer with me for the first time, I want you to know that I'm so excited for you because I know that your life will never, ever be the same. I also want to encourage you to tell someone about the decision you made today. And then I want you to find a good Bible-believing church that will help you grow in your faith. I want to thank you all for listening to our podcast today. May God bless you and may his face shine upon you.